welcome to Make Change Fun and Easy with your happiness expert, Samia Bano. This is the podcast to help change makers, coaches, trainers, and healers break your chains of fear so you can create the impact and income you desire with fun and ease. Please make sure you subscribe to enjoy every episode. This podcast is sponsored by the Happiness 101 program. Hello, salam, shalom, namaste, sashrikal, aloha, hola, ciao, bonjour, buna, and privyet. It's really, really amazing to be with you. And you know what? I know you'll be so happy you've joined us today because we have a very special guest and it's Luann Beekler. Luann is a business coach, master trainer, and transformational speaker. That's so cool. Welcome, Luann. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yes. And please, Luann, tell us more about who you are and what you do. So I am uh, a facilitator of a tool called the Passion Test that I use in my coaching, both life coaching and business coaching to help people identify their top five passions and set a course to living that in their life. In business, it speaks to creating your core values and um, then creating culture based on your core values. And I know you talk about making change fun and easy, and that's exactly what this process is. Way more fun than strategic planning or business plans or things like that, right? And so we have fun and uh, roll through it with ease to help people shift their lives and live in joy and work in joy because we spend so much time at work. Oh my gosh, that is so true. And I love that you have this approach. And, you know, I know that you actually have an amazing book coming out that's related to creating joy in the workplace. Can you tell me a bit more about that? Right. So seven tips to creating joy in the workplace to create a joyful workplace, excuse me, how to uh, engage your team and increase profits. And that's really the key, right, is engaging your team. And so when you have a set of core values that speaks to people's hearts, then they want to be a part of that, right? And so it's about finding that alignment between your employees, your teammates, whatever language you want to use, and the values of the company. And when those are aligned, well, we're all rowing in the same direction and employees become more a part of the solution and offer creative ideas because they are fully engaged in the message from a heart space, right? It's got to be purposeful, passionate about what's going on to fully engage. And when you do that and everybody's working in the same direction, well, profits will go up. Yes. Just that simple. Yes, indeed. Indeed. So in the, wow, I just love the idea of your book so much. Um, Can you share some of the tips maybe um, uh, uh, that you're going to be sharing in your book? Uh, What's your number one tip? So, well, I think that um, we need to make sure that our teammates, employees know that we care about them. Mm -hmm. And when we show them that we want to understand what they're passionate about in their life, in their work, then they go, wow, they really care about me, right? So you need to take an action to show them that, that you care. And that's just one, helping them to identify their passions. But then once you do that, and you can show them alignment to your passions, core values, for the organization, then we create culture. And that's really the ultimate uh, tip of the book is you need to create a culture where people want to come to work, where they enjoy coming to work. And we all have to work. And so let's have fun at it, right? 
Back to your fun and easy tips for making change. Same idea. Hey, thanks for tuning into this episode. Hope you're getting value out of it. For your information, this episode has been sponsored by the Happiness 101 program. Are you a change maker, coach, trainer, or healer? Are chains of fear holding you back from making the impact and income you desire? Using a unique combination of positive psychology and the spiritual wisdom of our most effective change makers, the Happiness 101 program helps you break through your limiting beliefs and manifest the abundance and success you desire with fun and ease. Interested? Book a free Happiness 101 exploration call with me, your happiness expert, Samia Vano. Just use my online calendar link in the show notes. Now back to the show. Indeed, you know, and uh, personally, you know, I, I have never been able to relate to the mindset of doing work or doing work in an environment or in a culture that isn't joyful and happy and aligned for me in terms of my values and purpose because my happiness my inner peace has always been such a top priority for me that I just cannot fathom any other way of doing things so interestingly enough right studies show that only 20 percent of working individuals are working in their passions the other 80 percent are doing what they're going to work for the almighty paycheck Mm. and and they're kind of on autopilot like Mm. The mindset is I have to have money to operate in this society. And so I have to go to work and I have to do this. And I, you know, so they're in this mindset of I have to Mm -hmm. instead of I get to. Yes. It's a big shift when you can find yourself and change the language to I get to do this work and I get paid for it. And isn't that awesome? Like, I love my work. And working with companies as a business coach, I'm always learning new things about other people's businesses. I'm watching them to create success. I'm watching their employees smile again. I mean, I just love my work. And so I get to work with people to help them create culture in their organizations. And I think that's where people think about how to get there. Like, are you, if you're always saying I have to to myself, then something's wrong yeah yeah you know and sometimes it's just a habit you know like parents we love our children but we might say something like i have to pick my kids up from school no you get to pick your kids up from school lucky you you have a car you have beautiful children and you get to leave work to go pick them up you get to you don't have to yes Oh, that is such an amazing point, Luann. That is such an amazing point. You actually reminded me of this, like, really um, amazing um, story. I mean, it's a real-life incident that occurred, not with me, but um, my coach was actually sharing this story with me, and he was making exactly this point Um, And actually what was happening was that my coach's client, another client, had come to him because he was just really unhappy uh, with various things going on in his life. And one of the things that he was really frustrated around was that he had to spend so much time driving in traffic to go drop and pick his kids from school and this was like something that was just like 
you know, he was uh, when when the coach when my coach asked him, okay, let's let's take an, a, a concrete example of something that you find frustrating in your daily life. This was the example that he shared, and um, the the my my coach went through a process with him to to shift him out of his frustration and and basically at the end this was the the realization that you just shared with us is exactly the realization that my coach led his client <laughs> to that no you know what it's like truly if you think from this perspective I, I get to choose to do this and not only do I get to choose to do this but I've chosen to do this because of the values that I hold you know yes. and I could make a different choice I could choose not to drive my kids to school and pick them up from there but I choose to do that because I value their education I value sending them to this particular school I value their safety and taking them myself rather than having someone else do it because there are all these other potential options available but he chose he chose because of his values not to go for any of those other choices but to take this option of driving his kids to this particular school even though it was going to make uh, more effort um, on his part in some ways um, and you make, so, yeah you, you make a really good additional point here one that we speak of regularly in the passion test and that is choice yeah we have choice mm. and remember that we have choice we get into a pattern a rut on the hamster wheel whatever you want to call it and yeah. we're frustrated 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 but we don't do anything to change it yeah because people think that change is scary well the reality is change is the only constant in our world mm. right so i love that you speak about making it fun and easy but first and foremost we have to remember we have that choice yeah you don't need to stay in the old patterns if they are frustrating anxious cause you to be stressed out depressed or otherwise question your choices and can i make another choice mm -hmm. so we say the key to living a passionate life is whenever you're faced with a choice a decision or an opportunity consistently choose in favor of your passions <sighs> and people have just lost sight of that and are being pushed around by what they think they have to do to fit into society rather than making a choice of what they get to do yes and i guess it's like a issue of trust you know uh, where you maybe need to have a work on having a little bit more trust in yourself but also a trust in the universe or <laughs> community exactly. or your family etc that if and when you make that choice to follow your passion that you will be supported in that in that choice that somehow or the other the support that you need to make that choice will show up in your life for you yeah so trust in the universe is one set of words i use that often mm -hmm. and faith you know faith in your creator that you will be provided for right yeah. and so whichever language you choose to use that is exactly it and you have to truly believe in that right to have the confidence sometimes to step out but we in the passion test we call it a simple yet powerful process because it really is when we get down to it very simple and then it gives you a really simple decision making tool these are the five passions i have the way i choose to live my life or what i want to create in my life and then be reminded that in every decision that you make every choice every opportunity to be in alignment with that and what i find and i say when people get into their life's flow everything comes easier yeah. and so what i find is exactly that that when you step fully in to your passions who you were designed to be you watch things be provided for you and you go oh wow isn't this cool right 
like things start to happen. I have a client right now and she's just amazed what has been provided for her in the way of clients and opportunities ever since she stepped out of that old job she didn't like and stepped fully into her business that she was kind of dabbling in before and everything is coming to her that she needs to be successful it's so awesome to watch you know i had a really cool experience just recently with one of my fellow coaches um who is a friend i mean and actually the when i first met her it was actually to interview her for this podcast and i actually had made the approach i saw her profile on facebook and um i was like oh seems like a really interesting person to interview for the for the show and so i approached her and uh you know it's like i'd love to interview you sakra she got back to me and she was like oh this perfect timing samia i'm so happy you connected with me i'm launching this uh new program of mine and uh you know it'd be great to come on your show and talk about it and i was like oh that that's really cool when's your program going to be launched and i actually uh normally you know it takes me a while to actually publish an episode before um uh you know after i record it but um in her case because i mean i loved her energy i loved her enthusiasm i was so inspired to help and support her in any way i could i was like you know what i'll move things around on my publishing schedule and um uh, do my best to publish your episode in in good time to actually help you promote your episode and then it also happened that i have like this um marketing support group that i have actually started relatively recently where you know we actually I started it with the intention and purpose of creating a space where you know us coaches and trainers and healers we can support each other in promoting our our um our things when we need to because that can be like one of the challenges with business and I'm like you know we need to make it more fun and easy and so i was able to like also invite her to join that group and then you know there's like a bunch of us who are all like yeah we'll help you promote <laughs> your upcoming program just in time for her launch to happen and it was just like she was so happy i was so happy everyone in our group was so happy right you know that reminds me of the philosophy of the BNI organization business network international i'm a big part of that as well and um givers gain if you give of yourself to help other people be successful you will naturally gain in return and it doesn't even mean direct reciprocity right yeah. it's just it's good karma <laughs> and so i i love that philosophy i live by that i've been with that organization for 20 years and it's really the primary way i've grown my own business yes like referrals are so so amazing and valuable and truly i mean when it comes to marketing that's one of the tips for how to make marketing more fun and easy and um, <laughs> oh my gosh i like but you know it's not um like some people struggle to find um um like the the people who are willing to you know just put in that tiny bit of effort to you know be like okay yes i'll put in a good word for you right so yeah so be nice just to offer a structured way of doing that exactly. um but you know then there's these situations too where we just met in another class and supporting each other right so for me it's a lifestyle it's not i will always live this way of being a givers a giver and givers gain um because it's fun and easy <laughs> i agree with you i agree with you and just like you were saying luan i mean there's i think a lot of us especially in 
this community that we're serving of change makers with this podcast you know many of us are are just natural givers we give we give we give and i think one of the challenges we can run into is that we get we're really awesome at giving and we block ourselves at the same time from receiving it's we are terrible uh, receivers we are terrible yeah. receivers it's something that i've had to really work on you know and it is a mindset as you said in the change makers community yeah uh, for some reason uh we devalue ourselves and what we're giving to the world and it takes some time to get past that but we all can and one of the simple ways to do that is to accept compliments yeah. so i don't know about you but i recall myself in the past history and especially as a woman and told to be humble someone gave me a compliment and was like oh no 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 big deal it's all right you know oh not really you know no say thank you right say, thank you i appreciate that right oh that feels really good it's okay because it does right and so that's another thing we teach as a part of the passion test work is we create what we call markers which are evidence of what it will look like when you're living that passion full out at a 10 so that when it happens you are ready to receive it and you acknowledge it as the gift that it is right yeah. and you can so like one of my passions is to inspire others so yeah. when somebody says to me oh the way that really inspired me or that presentation was really inspiring i go oh right own it in my heart and i receive it and then i feel the joy of it yeah so historically i was pushing away that joy Mm-hmm. and now i own it and i receive it so it is a, a thing to practice and really learn to do well but that's a simple way to start to practice any compliment you get say thank you yes 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 i love it i love it. you just made me think back <laughs> of the days when i was working with one of my uh, coaches and this was exactly a practice that he made me do because i used to be so bad at receiving as well in all kinds of forms including compliments i used to be so bad that not only did i in words be like oh no it's no big deal or whatever but i actually didn't believe people that wow. they were being honest in giving me a compliment wow. i i thought they were just being nice and saying things that weren't actually a true reflection of my abilities and potential like i was in i was not i mean i i had some real issues with like my self esteem and um all of that kind of stuff and you know uh, this practice of of just focusing on receiving and and like my 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 coach was like I, i you're not even allowed to say thank you when someone praises you because you just need to learn to accept you know and and just smile and feel focus on trying to feel the happiness now obviously we were doing that in the context of the training now when i receive compliments i'm like thank you and it's totally nice. fine to do that but at, during my training he was like no you can't you can't say anything um just you have to just receive it and you have to smile and and you cannot compliment back uh because that was like my other cop out that i would you know instead of fully staying with and just um you know receiving the compliment for me i would immediately um if i didn't you know say something like uh oh no no it's not nothing my other cop out would be to immediately turn the focus back on the other person and be like oh and you're so amazing <laughs> totally true another form of deflecting oh. right mm-hmm. yeah. yeah think about think no. about this in the context of workplaces 
And first of all, oftentimes employers fail to compliment their team, their employees enough, right? And then if the employee is acting like you and I did historically and brushing that off, well, they're not able to find the joy in the workplace, right? Because they're deflecting it back. And so again, it would take some of that training like you're talking about inside the workplace to, to learn to receive from each other those compliments that give us joy and lift us up in the world. Yeah, and so you've been saying several times about different coaches that you have. Mm -hmm. And it brought to mind as well that uh, to me, everybody needs a coach from time to time yeah. in their life. And, um, you know, perhaps I'm only two steps ahead of the person behind me, but I have something to share with them. And they probably have something to share with someone two steps behind them. Yeah. But that's the way we work together to uplift humanity is by helping each other in that way, Indeed. you know? Indeed. And so whether it's coaching or collaborations, you know, I have some groups that I work with, which are more like collaborations of women supporting women. Mm -hmm. And again, we're all at different levels of our growth and um, strength in the world. And we hold each other in a safe space to be on our journey through those travels of development. Indeed, indeed. Um. When I say that we're now in 2023, I believe in 2024 is the beginning of the age of Aquarius, which is all about collaboration and that the mm. mindset is shifting from competition to collaboration. And I love that because that's, you know, collaboration is a, strong word for me that's where i want to be in the world helping yes. others yes i think I, I that that is my favorite place to be and and the value to hold and the way to work is collaboration because you know it, it's truly like about creating a win-win kind of a situation so it's like no one has to lose I mean we get so I think normalized into experiencing cultures of competition that we don't realize it doesn't have to be that way I mean with competition I mean yes there are some contexts within which you know you can have healthy competition and um, enjoy that sense of competition and um, and it helps uplift you when done in that kind of healthy context but in most cases um, you know I, I don't think that's how we are actually experiencing competition in in our societies uh, in most cases it's like just this very um not abundant mindset it's a very scarcity mindset it's very like oh my god for me to get ahead someone else has to get left behind and I want to get ahead. I must get ahead. And so I'm going to do what I must and step on other people and step over other people and disregard the well-being of other people and maybe the planet, our environment. And, right. You know, just move ahead at any cost. And I'm like, no, it doesn't have to be like that. Because even a, like for me, like even if that gives you success in a certain limited sense, it doesn't bring true happiness. It doesn't bring true peace, not only in the world, but not to myself either. Not really. Yeah. yeah. And, and do we have very wealthy people in the world that are very unhappy people? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. We all know that that's true, right? Yeah. And and it's unfortunate that they get to that level and find that that wasn't the answer to make them happy. Yes. You know? Yeah. And so I believe that when you step fully into the authentic self of who you are yeah. and are honoring the passions inside, the gifts that you were given 
to share with the world, then the success follows that. Yeah. And and to what level of success that is is different for all of us, right? Yes. In fact, um, I think it was Earl Nightingale who called success the continued effort to achieving your desired goal. It's not even achieving the goal. It's mm -hmm. that you're continuing. I didn't say it like he said it, but it's the same message, right? It's yeah. a con constant, constant um, movement towards a worthy goal, I think is yes. what, what he says. And um, I love that, right? Um, yeah. And so the other thing, though, that we do that, that puts us back is right away that comparison to others comes in. Well, so-and-so yeah. over here is on the stage more than I am, making more money than I am, selling more books than I am, and then I just beat myself down. Yeah. Rather than realizing I'm on my own journey and it's a great journey. Yeah. And just enjoy the journey along the way. Yeah. Can I tell you a quick story? Yeah. So I do a lot of personal development work, right? And mm -hmm. seminars and professional development all the times where I spend a lot of my time. And one day I'm driving home. I had a five hour drive home from the last seminar I had been at. And in my head, my thoughts are like, well, did you get it yet, Luann? Like, do you know what's going on in the world? Have you reached that point of enlightenment, you know? And literally I started laughing out loud because another voice in my head said, Luann, when you reach the level of enlightenment, you're leaving this planet and you're going somewhere else. So what's the hurry? <laughs> and I'm like, that's it. Like, this is just part of my journey to constantly be inquiring and learning more about our beautiful world and the magic therein, right? And that's just who I'll be till the day I die, constantly yes. exploring and learning more and yes. enjoy that journey. So when you find that for yourself, goes back to my statement early, earlier, when you get connected to your life's flow, mm. everything feels easier. Yes. Right? And we yes. want it easy and fun. I'm all yes. about fun. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. And you know, this brings me back to uh, something that you mentioned earlier. And I don't know if uh, we stress this enough uh, in terms of the brilliance of what you said that, you know, it's like, of course, I want to do work that I love and I want to do it in an environment that I love. And so in that context, it's like, uh, like, especially if I'm the boss, like many of our listeners are, you know, um, solopreneurs or small business owners, and they're in positions where, you know, they are leading teams or they aspire, they're aspiring and working towards that point where they're creating their teams and they will be leaders. And to remember that, um, that, you know, we need to think about creating these joyful cultures, not just for ourselves, but also for our teams. I think that's such a brilliant insight that you bring. <laughs> and you, um, you just described my perfect client, solopreneurs working for themselves or working, want to build a team. These are the people that I work with uh, and love to work with because what happens is they get stuck in the tasks, the daily duties that need to be done. Nice. And they and they often fail to move forward. Like they have this vision in their head, but the days keep churning out task after task after task. And they feel like they're being run by the business right. instead of them running the business, right? And so I help them sort of step out and look back and go, okay, and look forward. What do I want to create and help them to take that journey? Um, with confidence and then they fall in love again with their work. I remember yeah. one of my clients came to me, he's a plumber and he was working all by himself for years. And he's like, I don't, I don't think I love my work anymore. 
and it's really hard to get out of bed in the morning and go do it again, but it's my business. And I, I need to figure this out, right? And so we got him back into the heart space of why he loves what he does and sharing the story with me of wanting to build a team. And now a few years later, he's got a team of three people. He's hiring on another one and he's moving this whole big picture forward and he loves what he does again. Yeah. And is proud of what he does. Yeah. Which is yeah. another feeling we all want to have, right? Yeah. yeah. So I love helping those solopreneurs and small entrepreneurs. Yeah. It's my favorite niche. Oh, I love it. I love it. You know, and I, I think I'm so I'm so glad that you do that, Luan, because I think this is this is like when we talk about making things more fun and easy for us solopreneurs and small business people, this is one of the the most important things we can do is, you know, to transition from, you know, just all about me, 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 working, doing everything to starting to expand and bring more people into into our into our workspace and work life and creating those teams. And it doesn't like always start with, oh, I'm able to just hire somebody. But, you know, there, there are steps you can take um, and eventually get to that point where you're able to, um, you know, um, hire hire the help that you need. But even in the meantime, there's you can start to build that team around you in different ways. And, um, you know, creating definitely that, that culture of joyful workplace helps with that because like I know I've experienced this in my own work like people want to work with me and um, they're happy to contribute <laughs> I have to keep reminding my assistant um, who's working with me now I'm like it's end of the work day wrap up don't work overtime because <laughs> she keeps um, you know she's like so happy doing the having fun yeah she's having fun she keeps putting in all this extra time and stuff and i really appreciate that and at the same time you know i i know like for me one of our values is uh as a as a company as a culture is you know having that balance of of not just always being work 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 but there's other parts of our lives that we need to pay attention to and so i'm trying to do that for myself and but what I love for myself, I want to love for my all my people as well. And so, you know, uh, when I see my my assistant putting in all that extra time, I'm like, no, don't do that. Don't work overtime. <laughs> yeah. So we're so that you reminded me going back to collaboration. It's the choice that I made rather than hiring a team of people to work sort of for me mm -hmm. i said i want to surround myself with people who are experts in areas that i am not yeah and, right and so instead i look at everything as a collaboration so i have a collaboration with a virtual assistant mm -hmm. who serves many other business owners as well i have an accountant right and i have uh technology <laughs> the computer guy <laughs> you know and so I have all these people that I collaborate with yeah. supporting them growing their business and they're supporting me and growing mine and yeah. helping me with my procedures and systems yeah. so that I don't deal with employee taxes employee benefits any of that yeah. um, and so that's another way you know depending on your profession to to get the support you need and everybody wins right we're yes. creating an everybody wins situation they're getting to grow their businesses while helping me grow mine yes Ooh, thank you for highlighting that of uh, that possible way of building your team and having a team and what that can look like i actually learned that i i was i've been implementing that model myself I mean, I now have one full-time uh, virtual assistant working with me, um, but I have other team members who are not like on my 
payroll, but I still consider them invaluable parts of my team. And I learned that way of doing things from another one of my coaches. And uh, she, like, so brilliant. I love her. Uh, uh, you know, and she's like such a smart business person also because she showed me that again like you don't have to just blindly copy the way other people are doing things and like most uh she was like you know i don't want a lot of overhead i don't want to you know like even create a business where i'm being a huge amount of uh like you know overhead kind of stuff like where you're paying rent and you're paying light utilities this and that and all of that instead of you know um, you know because you have created a fancy physical office and all of that but instead you create a different kind of business model where it's much more lean and clean and um you know and and everything that you then save from not spending on this kind of overhead you can reinvest in growing your business in other ways you know uh and um and helping uh helping yourself more by you know you get to pay yourself more you get to pay your employees or the people that you work with more when you work with them um you know and so uh like that for me was just such a brilliant (laughs) reframe and 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 you know sort of like oh it's uh, like this is you know because i had been prone to thinking that that i i wouldn't have a successful business like I was my definition of success uh, of having a successful business was like I have to have like a physical location where I have a proper office and you know with all of this stuff and only then you know will I be a professional proper business and all of that but she like totally blew all of those misconceptions (laughs) I will say for me and now I'm like yeah, you know what? I I don't want to do things that way. Right? Totally. Uh, and I just was reminded of that even stepping back before I was able to hire those individuals to support me with their expertise, um, my accountant at the time had said, Luann, you need a board of advisors. Mm. Get a group of people that you can bounce ideas off again in different areas where you're not the expert and get their feedback and their input. And I think that if we think about that, we all have the opportunity to do that in our circle of influences of people that would step up and, and just brainstorm with you and give you feedback on your ideas. So you're not paying anybody yet. But you've got some outside because we get lost in the monkey mind of our head, right? And and yeah. often putting down our own ideas that unfortunately from our negative thoughts. But um, there's an opportunity there to start with a, just a different lower level investment, if you will, to get some advisors around you. Um, yes. I have a client whose advisors, um, he runs a martial art academy martial arts academy and he um has his mother-in-law was a strong businesswoman his wife's an attorney his brother-in-law has trained in martial arts and so he uses them as his board of advisors because they have different perspectives yes and so there you go it doesn't have to be expensive it doesn't have to be far-fetched reaching you know just look right around you and often it goes back to that we fail to ask for help little thing as well (laughs) right look around you who loves you and would love to see you be successful that has different perspectives than you and invite them into a conversation to share your ideas and get feedback in a safe space Yes. And, you know, I, I can't tell you um, like how many times I've seen this where, um, again, 
if you have that joyful attitude yourself and you create that joyful culture in your workplace and your mission and uh, uh, mission-led, mission-driven purpose and passion-led and driven, like people want to help you and support you because they can feel that passion that energy that joy and they want to connect to that um i mean i can give examples of so many amazing organizations that i'm personally connected with where um uh for example um one of the orgs that i'm on the advisory council for it's called the Gibord center it's an interfaith um uh, organization in Los Angeles and they're uh, like when they got started there were like two people uh, you know who are like partners like um, and um, uh, and they they were like mar- partners in terms of they were like married and they're like you know partners in in life and they had this commitment this idea this vision to establish a organization that would help uh, promote interfaith uh, harmony in Los Angeles and so they started the organization just two of them they didn't have tons of money or anything of that sort but what one of the first things that they did was to create an advisory board and um they they pulled they 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 were able to inspire like this amazing group of people to join their advisory board even though they had very little money um and all of that uh to when they first started but because of their passion their inspiration their vision and i joined the advisory board like hmm, a few years ago i I think it was like maybe three four years ago at this point they're still relatively small like they only have a staff of like maybe two three people even now but they're doing amazing work and amazing things and i was inspired to join their advisory board because i wanted to do what i could to help and support their mission you know and so i have you know just given hours and hours of my time um doing this or that for them when i could and when i was asked um you know um for various um uh, uh like things that they needed and i was like oh i can help with that you know i'll use my connection and help you get the space so you can hold this event that you want to hold and the space will be completely free because you know i was hooking them up through my connections or when they needed a speaker you know i've like referred so many <laughs> of my connections to go and speak at various events for them for free and uh, you know um uh, you know things like that so an advisory board wow that can be a really powerful way of getting access to so much resources and help and support that you need and doesn't have right. to do anything yeah and, and what you said I want to summarize a little bit is passion purpose and your vision mm-hmm. is what will attract people to you Yes. If they are in alignment with those things, then yeah. they will come and whether that's volunteers, employees, uh advisors, clients, paying clients, all of the above, when you're sharing from your heart, your passions, your purpose for what you're doing and the vision for where you want to go, then you attract those people aligned with you into your universe if you will. right and so i say to people be an attractor yeah. not a tractor right we don't want to go historically when we went out to promote ourselves you know we dump all over people run all over people and it goes back to that competition right mm-hmm. stepping over people or mowing them down to get ahead no we can be an attractor instead of a tractor mm-hmm. and attract people into our lives that are aligned with our values and so even me as one solopreneur individual coach work for myself right i still have surrounded myself with a community of people who love the concepts i share 
And so they want to hang out with me and they show up at retreats and they show up at, at adventures I create. I do these transformational treks into the wilderness and because they just want to hang out because they're like-minded. Yeah. That's the attraction, right? And so I want everybody out there to really think about that because it makes it fun and easy to attract people in when you voice your passions, your purpose, and your vision for what you're doing in this world. Yes, and do it with joy. And That's do happening. it with joy. Yes. We were um, meant to enjoy this life. I, yeah. love to, I love to break down words, right? Yeah. Enjoy is spelled E-N-J-O-Y, but yeah. it's really in joy your life. Yes. Be yes. in joy. Yes. Oh. Oh and, it, and joy is another choice, right? Ah, oh, yes. And choose joy. Oh my gosh, Luann. Oh, <laughs> we could keep talking forever. And we have been running out of time. Oh man. It's been a fun though. It's been really fun. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Luann. It's really been fun. Uh, do you have any last thoughts for right now? Choose joy. Choose joy. And if I can help anybody out there, you can go to my website, luannb.com. There's a free session off of that. I do a business acceleration assessment where no investment on your part. It's a conversation to see if I can give you any tips to help you improve your joy in life, whether you're a solopreneur or you have a workplace that you want to improve. I would love to chat with you. So take advantage of that and this has really been great. Thanks so much for the opportunity. Yes, indeed. And for my last words, I will just re-emphasize and remind all of our listeners, please make sure you check the show notes because we will drop Luann's links uh, in there so you can connect with her whenever you feel ready and inspired to uh, uh, to get that help and support that you need to create that more joyful workplace for yourself. And um, yeah, please do that and do that sooner than later. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, why, why put your happiness on hold and your joy on hold and your passion on hold? Ah, and Love so... It. Yeah. Until we connect next time, I just wish you lots and lots of peace and joy. Nice.